Cerruto. Try it again. Fans on the feet. 6,000 in attendance. The payoff is flied into right field, going back at the warning track at the wall. It's gone! Go ahead, three-run home run for the senior! Peter Cerruto has given the Indiana Hoosiers the lead! Jeff saw it, it saw a cast on, on AJ's left arm, kind of yeah. what happened in the past two days. Uh, he, I don't know if I'm allowed to say or not, he's going to be off for, for probably a significant period of time. So. I don't know, maybe four to six, six to eight weeks, probably, with that collision at first base. So, yeah. it, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's hard. Like, he's a, he's a, an incredible kid and, and a great player, and, and you hate it for him. Um, obviously, coming off the, the two years of, 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 of injuries to have that, but he'll, he'll be back this year. And, and, and when he gets back in there, you know, we'll, we'll welcome, welcome him with open arms, but. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna miss a little bit of time, but he'll be okay. He'll be okay. It's um, a tough it's a, it's a tough deal for the kid, and, and you, you all feel for him. But at the same time, like he'll be back and he'll be ready to go when he gets back in there. I kind of I was talking to him, you know, kind of today, and I was talking to my wife. I was like, God must have like the most amazing, <laughs> like the most amazing plan for this dude in the end, um, because he's he's building a lot of character up with, with these things. So. He'll respond and recover and, and go on to do incredible things because he's uh, he certainly deserve it and certainly earned it. Coach, your pitcher, you had eight pitchers today. They threw lots of strikes, yeah. um, challenged the guys into the zone. Um, is that really what you were looking for today? Yeah, we just want to get a, a bunch of guys in there. Kind of see we had a little bit. Uh, there was a couple guys that we didn't get in that we wanted to get in. Uh, but, yeah, we, we really wanted to do attack the zone. You know, the... the I always tell the guy, look, solo homers don't don't win and lose games, but multi-run homers do. And you know, I think we gave up two two-run homers after free base. I think it was two two by pitches, and then homers after that. So it's okay if we give up solo homers. We, we guys got to limit the free bases before that. But we, we did we did a good job in totality tonight. Played really good defense behind them, uh, and, and you just make you want to make somebody earn it. You want to attack with multiple pitches and and get a bunch of different guys in there and, and kind of grow up a little bit. Seth Vince is going to be really good. And we just got to get him out there. The you know, plan was to try to get Vogel in there earlier. It's just the, the game, the game tightened up on us uh, after the after the, the second two-run homer, and, and we just we came up with experience there with with Burr. I thought he was outstanding. I thought he did a really good job, um, and, and we weren't able to get Vogel in there for more than just that one out to kind of get his feet wet. But yeah, uh, get a bunch of guys in, see what you got. Try to get some different guys in the lineup today, um, offensively to, to get guys different spots. And we 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 have a lot of talent. We have a lot of depth and. The only way to know what you got is to get a, get a, get him in there. We have to win the game. The first priority is to win the game, but you know, we kind of have to get some guys in and out too. Coach Joey and Andrew getting their first career starts today. Yeah. Can you talk about their performances today and, and yeah. beyond? Yeah. I, you know, Andrew comes up and and about spins the ball out of here to the left. He's going to do a lot of those over the course of his career. Uh, I wish they wouldn't have gone back to the to the lefties uh, so many times. Uh, they, they started a lefty. I assumed they would do kind of what we we're doing. Which is you know kind of staff it, and I was hoping they could stay rising as long as possible. You know I don't know how I don't know how long uh, Nick Mitchell is going to be out, and so kind of looking with Shepard out, looking for a DH. You know Morgan's been awesome. Morgan played really well in South Carolina, so it was, it was no slight to him. There's nobody I have more respect for than Morgan. Uh, but I really just wanted to get Joey B. I wanted to get uh, Sefcik, and I wanted to get Wiggins all in there. The only way to do that, 
is to get Wiggins uh, in the outfield. Um, he had a good first at bat against a righty, which is what you would expect. The, the lefty for a young guy left on left, it's just a tough matchup, and they stayed with that lefty. Um, and, and he was kind of, he was kind of cruising. He did a good job against us. I didn't think it was a good matchup. And then Joey Bees was terrific. He was really good. Uh, he comes up with a big two two RBI double there down the line. I mean, he, he's a great hitter. He's going to be a really good one. It's got to get stronger. He missed he missed you know a pretty significant amount of time with a with a broken hand uh, earlier uh, this year. So he's kind of behind on some strength. But elite bat to ball skills. Doesn't doesn't swing and miss. Uh, a ton of barrel accuracy. He's a really long athletic defender. Uh, we've kind of. I'm glad now that we spent so much time at first base with him because he's he's going to end up being a good over there and, and kind of a, kind of a tough balance here and there. We end up with him playing first base, so that was kind of a discussion uh, if, if AJ's right arm didn't recover. And so he, I'm glad that he was prepared because he's going to have to go and do it uh, for some time. And he's good enough to. He's, he's going to be a great player here, and, and I would imagine he played to the next level. So, so I thought they both had good nights, both did a good job, both played good defense. Uh, from, from what I can remember, Joe had a nice pick uh, on a cuff ball that comes up on you. You just kind of body it up and kind of swallow it. He did that. Um, so I, I was pleased with those guys. And I was really pleased with, with Cal Sefcik again. He's kind of the tough luck guy right now where he, uh, he's hit a bunch of balls at him. But I always tell the hitters when you do that, you're building a bunch of positive karma. So you're going to get a bunch of bloopers and bleeders and squibbers. They're all going to fall in for you at some point. The game, the game always evens out. But the young guys did a good job. Coach Tyler, I think, is 9 of 18 at the play. We saw some of the plays he made at shortstop yeah. today. Um, you mentioned him being his, kind of your most improved defender over the fall and spring. Yeah. Just with the lead that he's taken on both sides of the play, how, or on both sides of the game, how important can that be for you guys this year? It, it cannot be overstated. I mean, he's probably taken four or five runs off the board for us defensively. And, and Tyler, uh, Philip Glasser was a great player, but, but you, Tyler steps right in and has maybe even taken it to another level. Uh, on, on both sides of it. So he, he's been uh, probably our best player to, to this point. You know, the way he's impacted the game defensively on the bases, total base today, that leads to, a, to an additional RBI on Joey's hit. And obviously, I mean, he's hit 600. So he, he's, he's, uh, he's just playing great. He's playing great. And I'll go back to for, to Tyler for this, too. Is Tyler missed like a year of high school baseball with the Nullis. So he was behind. And I can remember. Tyler was a guy that we recruited really time in our really early in our time here. I loved him. His high school coach is one of my best friends. Um, we grew up together, and he got sick. And there was a bunch of people you know, in the community. Like, you know, is he going to be able to play for you? Are you guys going to you guys going to honor your commitment? And I remember, you know, talking to his dad, talking to Tyler. You don't have anything to worry about. You just need to get healthy. You'll be fine. You're going to be a great player. You're going you're to move forward, and, and you're going to go on and play baseball for a long time. And he's done that. So when he missed that time, you know, it's just it's hard to miss a year. And then and but you're seeing it now. Like he's he's making up for it in, in big bunches right now. He's, he's playing great. He's been a an elite defender. He's been a great offensive player. Uh, he's just a, a multiple threat guy. And has has he's a super he's a super competitive player, super competitive kid, and he's done a good job of channeling it towards the game. You know, not not beating himself up, not not using his emotions as a distraction, but using them to prepare propel him and to stay locked in and and, and stay focused and. He's, uh, I, you, I can't imagine him getting off to a better start. He's just been outstanding. Coach, obviously Josh had that big three-run shot. Yeah. He was talking about kind of balancing between not selling out for power and taking a base hit. So I guess, how have you seen that kind of develop with him and how's his power looking forward? Well, the big thing Josh did was he gained 20 pounds. So he went to the Cape and, and, and struggled a little bit. If, if we're being honest, he kind of struggled a little bit. Didn't play as much as he wanted to. And, 
and that, that league is great for going up there and kind of seeing where you stand and what are your deficiencies and what are your strengths. We all, we all knew Josh is a great skill set player. He was very skilled, good swing, great thrower, good defender. Just wasn't strong enough. And, and if you want to, if you want to have power, you gotta, you gotta produce force. And so his big thing was really in the kitchen and in the weight room. And as he's gotten stronger, and as he got, I think he's gained 20 pounds, he's 205 pounds now. You don't have to try to generate as much with big, with big movements. And you watch hitters, the older they get, the less they move. Right? You watch Major League Baseball. You watch a 28, 30, 32, 34 year old man. They don't move. They move very little because they don't have to because they're so strong. And so Josh doesn't have to move as much now. So you're seeing more barrel accuracy. And as you see barrel accuracy and strength trend, then you're going to see power come with it. And you're starting to see that. And so how how hard can you hit the ball without uh, without extra effort? And then tonight was the first time that he was able to really kind of find, hey, I don't have to swing as hard as maybe I did a little bit. Again, he played great. I think he hit like 330 down in, in uh, the first weekend. But uh, to, today was a different gear, right? And, and so finding bat speed without extra effort that pulls you off the ball away from contact. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes because I think it's really just the beginning. Because he's he is a different he's a different physical player, and, and he's always been a barrel accuracy, but he hasn't been strong. And now he's strong, and he's finding that accuracy to go along with it. But there are good things to come that happens. Despite being leadoff, Carter actually came up with runners on multiple times yes. and came through today. Yeah. Um, so uh, just how are you continuing to like how that's working out for you? Yeah, I, I especially like it when the eight nine get on <laughs> to turn it over uh, for one of the best players in the country. Uh, yeah, it, you know I think I think you look at uh, Burkle, his night his, today was his best game uh, at Indiana by, by far. Uh, really in in in. in creating a better identity for himself, not overswinging, not pulling off, not being so pull side dominant, um, and, and uh, trying to you know, bunt a little bit, kind of the slash stuff. We've worked on that kind of behind the scenes, but it, it becomes more real when you go and you play, and it's like, man, that really needs to be a part of your game. So turn the lineup over is a big deal. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's a really interesting conversation we had in our staff meeting on Monday is, is do, you, do you potentially leave him there? And or do you, do you slide it back down the lineup later on in the year? I don't know that um, I don't know that I have an answer yet. But uh, <laughs> he's done it twice now, where he's had opportunities with with guys on base, the lineup turned over, and he's come th- come through big time. Did it against George Mason with the three run homer, and he did it you know did it tonight a couple of times where he turned the lineup over and he's up there and has been good. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm thrilled that it's worked as well as it's worked. That's always, he's made me look smart, but um, he's just a great player. I think probably he's a great player and would be a great player anywhere. Um, but but he's, it, it puts you, it puts the opposing team in a position where uh, you're just not quite sure what to do. Do I really want to attack this guy to lead off the game and, and it's one nothing Indiana or a double in the gap? Or do I want to pitch around him and now I got a guy that can steal bases and now the lineup's rolling and um, it's, it's, uh, it's, in, it's interesting. It's worked out. Probably better than I imagine, um, but nothing that Carter does would necessarily surprise me. Coach, go ahead. <laughs> What's it like having a guy like Devin? He's so young, but he just makes play after play. Yeah, huh. I think his greatest improvement is in his defense. I mean, what about the catch tonight to start the game in left center? What a, what a great catch! And uh, you know, I pinch ran for him against uh, Coastal. Right, it was a one-run game. Leadoff guy on. You put Sam in because Sam's a great runner. It really wasn't much to do with defense. Um, he was kind of joking. He's like, I'm a great defender. I can defend. I have to come out. 
it was really just because Sam's fast and it's a one-run game in the ninth and he put a great runner on first base and Sam's a great defender. Um, but he did, you know, he, he, he wants to be a complete player. Um, he, he wants to be able to, to impact the game in all facets and, and he has. You know, we talked about this in the preseason. People would ask, you know, what do you think Devin has to do to get better? What's the next step? And in his mind is I want to get faster and I want to be a better defender. Uh, and, and he's always been a great hitter. He, he, his dad taught him to be a great hitter. You know, he was a great hitter in eighth grade and freshman. He was a Cincinnati player of the year as a freshman in high school. I mean, he's, he's always been a great hitter, um, but his defense has taken just a huge step forward. So what a lift for us to have one of the best hitters in the country who also has become a, a darn fine defender. Um, and, and I think he's going he's gonna to prove himself to be a great defender for us. So to have him, I think his greatest uh, asset is that he is uh, a, a, a truly incredible human being that works. He's the most humble guy. He's he's a great teammate. The, the, the human being that he is makes everybody around him better. You know, all times you have great players, and and you know you have to deal with some of the ego or some of the different things or selfishness or entitlement. He couldn't be further from that. I mean, he's the most humble, hardworking, uh, normal kid you could ever you could ever hope to coach, and he just happens to be. You know, I think because he is that person is why he's a great player. You know, it's why he's able to you know show up day after day after day and get better um, because it's it's hard work and it's investment and it's intelligence. You know, I'll tell this quick story. It, I was I was on the plane, he doesn't even know this, I was on the plane. I sat behind him on the flight back uh, from, from Baylor, or not that Baylor, from uh, Coastal. And, you know, I'm reading my book and, you know, ha- all, a lot of kids have movies on, all this kind of stuff. I'm sitting behind him and I'm looking over his shoulder, he's got his phone up on the, you know, the stand or whatever. And he's got, you know, I don't know, you guys probably know what this is, like the, the number grid where they have numbers at the bottom, they have a big grid, and they're like doing, it's like an algorithm, they're, they're putting numbers in and stuff. You don't even know. 2048? So Sudoku? I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I read books. I read books. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Probably And uh, if you said crossword puzzle, I'd believe you. <laughs> but I just thought that for an hour and a half on the flight at 1 o'clock in the morning, here he is doing this. And it's like how intelligent he is and how, how much he enjoys learning and his processing. And it's just different. It just, he's just different. He does things differently. And he's not, you know, he's not watching the, you know, Dumb and Dumber or something about me or something. He's like, he's, he's just such a smart kid. And it's just, it's just really neat. Like I thought, I thought to myself, like, this is the perfect capture of him in a moment, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, the game that he's doing. So it was fun. Speaking of Devin, offensively, he had three hits tonight. All of them were singles. Yeah. How have you seen his approach shift at the plate? He went a cu- the other way a couple times tonight. Yeah, he just takes what he's given. and, and He's going to hit the ball. He, he's ready to go in the other way. And, and if, if, if you were pitching, you wouldn't challenge him either. <laughs> and neither would I. Uh, but, he, but he's going to take the backdoor breaking ball the other way. He's going to take that sinker away the other way. He's going to take his single. He's going to take his base, his base hit the other way. And if I'll do that enough, then eventually – there's going to be guys on base. We're going to get a scoring position. He's going to drive in runs, and, and he's going to change the game that way. So if it's through the long ball, if it's through pull side power, great. If it's the other way, great. He, he, he can do it all. If he has him to drag, he can drag. If he can do it all offensively. And so he, he's he's just so mature to take what the game gives him at such a young age. That's my I got one. Yeah. Uh, Coach, thank you. Do you anticipate Seth to kind of get some full starts this year or work more on the bullpen? Venice? Yeah. Uh, I, I would say we'll probably start him again next midweek and try to work him up coming off Tommy John. Um, we got him. We got him. Uh, we got him a bullpen Saturday. We kind of joked with him 
Actually, he didn't know we were joking, but we told, him, <laughs> we, told him, we told him he was coming in to close against East Carolina and caught him up in the pin. And just to kind of you know, get his, get his uh, juices flowing, and I guess the crowd was wearing him out. I mean, just wearing him out. And uh, I, his dad, his uncle, was all for pro bowl. So I, I said, did you tell your, your family about that? He said, yeah, my dad thought it was hilarious. I'm, I won't repeat what they said, but I guess it was pretty uh, pretty creative. Uh, so they, they got him. They got, we got him up and just got his juices flowing, and then we wanted to start him today. And then we'll try to work him up again to like a two-inning, three-inning start, and then kind of work him up as a starter. He's got great stuff. When he gets back, he'll be, I would imagine, a little mid-90s guy again, like he was in high school with a really good changeup. A lot like Reese Sharp-esque, a lot like that package. But yeah, we got to work in there. So we'll be cautious with him. And so really controlled environments and just kind of slowly and gradually work him up. But I think, you know, the last half of this year, I think he'll be a real guy. And a guy that we can keep on the midweek and chew those midweek games up or, or slide back to the weekend. But. We just would like to work him up as a starter and get him some length and get his arm strength built up because there's there's electricity in it when he's back for, for, uh, for strength. Do you see shifting it to a couple of the guys that we haven't seen yet on uh, in a week from now? Yeah, I'd like to continue. I wanted I wanted I know those guys in Miami are awesome. They're my friends, and so I wanted we wanted to get Vogel in, and so I didn't want to be disrespectful in any way. I just wanted to get his feet wet, so I brought him in there. I was hoping to get him in early. The game just tightened up. But, you know, the team's too good. Yeah, I would like to get him um, and, and a couple of those other guys. You know, Brooks, Brooks I, uh, rushing. Uh, Evan O'Neill is coming off of a, off of an injury in the fall uh, that he's going to work back up from. And then you got Rabarjic when he gets back. He's back on the mound now, but but not ready for a game. So yeah, there's a couple more of those guys that will will probably shift to next midweek and try to get them in as well. Uh, but the priority has to be to win the game. But we we definitely need to find. We need to find roles. I thought Keister was really good versus lefties. And not shocking, he's not as good versus righties. But we're trying to find if he could be. If it's a left, right, left, can you can you leave him in there? You know, if it's uh, you know left, right, right, left, can you let him run the righties through? So we're trying to find some of those things. Uh, I thought Holderfield, his first his first outing in two years, I thought he was good. Did a good job. So yeah, we gotta we gotta get some more of our guys in there and get their arms back up too. Do you think that was your most attended home opener? Yeah, there's a lot of people here. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, we, uh, I think the double play, you could really feel the crowd. And, uh, you know, that was very exciting. And, and you know, we want to represent the state. You know, I'm from here, and, and you want to you want to make people proud. And, you know, I you know, always tell everybody, Indiana's a baseball state. You know, look at Indianapolis Indians. And I, I was joking, I joke with you, but when the Savannah Bananas come to town, it's like the hottest ticket in, in the state. And so you, this is a baseball community. We just have to be good at baseball. And, uh, and if you're good, people are going to come out to the ball games and, and try to put on a good product. I, I thought we did a good job tonight. Miami played well. Their, their shifts were outstanding. They stole six or eight hits from us. And, uh, but it, it, was, it was very appreciated, and, and the guys feel it. I've, I've told them that the, the, if, if we're a good team, we have a good product, and we win games, and we're competitive, and we're worth watching, the people will come. They'll pack this place out. But, but you you, you, you got to go and do it. You got to go and do it. You, you can't be, uh, you can't be walking eight guys and striking out and playing bad defense. Nobody wants to watch bad baseball, especially in February. So you got to you got to play good baseball when, when people will come out. So we're very appreciative and very thankful. And the guys most certainly felt that that was kind of the buzz in the dugout. Was you know you have a home field advantage. It, it feels like it. You can you can sense that emotion and it's exciting. So I, I hope that we continue to play really good baseball and, and that people can come and enjoy that. Right, thank you. Guys.